Hello, my name is Nyquia and welcome to the Scriptures, Stories, and Strategies podcast, a Christian business podcast that brings together the wisdom of the Bible and the world of business. Join us each week as we explore a different scripture or story from the Bible and unpack its relevance for modern business strategies. Our show is designed to inspire and empower Christian entrepreneurs and business leaders to integrate their faith into their daily work. We believe that the Bible is not just a spiritual guide, but a practical tool for success in the business world. Each episode features a deep dive into a specific scripture or story, along with expert insights and practical takeaways for implementing its teachings in your business. Whether you're just starting out in the business world or are a seasoned entrepreneur, you'll find valuable insights and strategies to help you succeed in your work within our podcast episodes. So tune into Scripture Stories and Strategies to discover the power of the Bible as a business tool and learn how to apply its wisdom in your daily work. Enjoy this episode. Hello, loves, and welcome back to the Scripture Stories and Strategies podcast. If you're new and skip past that introduction, you probably have no clue who I am. Well, I'm Nyquia, and I'm not only your sister in Christ, but I'm also your host. And I'm also a multi-passionate entrepreneur with a few businesses under my belt. And the purpose of this podcast is to help Christian entrepreneurs like you infuse more of their faith and God's word within their marketing and business strategies. And I do this by taking scriptures and stories from the Bible and transforming them into applicable business strategies so that Jesus is always within your business plans, trials, and successes as your number one business partner. And my ultimate goal with this podcast is to help you learn how to also use the Bible as your number one business and finance tool as well. So we have our first guest of the year and I'm so excited to have her on. She's hanging out with us all the way from the Netherlands, which if you guys don't know is one of my favorite countries I've ever visited and actually plan to head back pretty soon um, hopefully this year but today's topic is all about the importance of being involved in a faith-based business community and seeking business networking for Christian entrepreneurs so today I want you to meet Jane Trapman work-wise she focuses on the born to fly accountability community for Christian solopreneurs and her born to fly podcast and also she is a create she's doing creative writing projects as well and her personal life she's a mom to a cute boy and also expecting a girl very soon she's a wife a follower of christ and a sucker for disney i mean who isn't she has published two novels and her novels the series is called gels that's jazz and james e-l-s and she also is working on another novel and a couple of film scripts that's amazing so without further ado let's hear from jane So hello, Jane. Welcome on to the podcast. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm good. How are you? Girl, I am doing good. I always love to um, ask guests to share like three fun facts about themselves. Um, So any three facts you would like to share with our audience today that just comes off the top of your head that you think that other people might find interesting? Fun facts about me. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I love to dance uh, anywhere. So it doesn't matter where I am. Um, that's <laughs> that's one. 
I think oh, that's a difficult question, Aquia. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like to. I like to uh, uh, ask. The, I don't like to put these in the question list because I wanted to come up like randomly. Because uh, I want to know exactly what would what would you tell yourself um, or other people who you meet? You know, something random about you that they might find interesting or they'll um, remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, there's another one that came to mind. Is I actually can't wait until my son is old enough. He can go into those like treetop parks you know so I can actually help him because I want to go in there I want to have an excuse nice. right <laughs> <laughs> so that's one uh and I'm I like you can always wake me up for chocolate I just love 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 chocolate yeah. are you a dark chocolate milk chocolate white chocolate type of girl any type of chocolate any type wow yeah. see the funny thing about me is that I am not a chocolate person like I have to really be I have to it's something that I have to like really want but chocolate is not my favorite thing I'm more of a when it comes to sweets I love anything sour so mm -hmm. if I have to pick candy or anything like over chocolate cookies it's definitely going to be something sour but I am not a chocolate girl so that's I always like to tell people that good for um, you good for you yeah <laughs> it's a blessing <laughs> So Jane, I'm so excited for today's topic today. And for those of you that are listening, um, I just want to get a little brief, a little bit more introduction um, that I said earlier in the episode, just on what we're going to be talking about. And then just some script scripture references for you all to read along with or dive into, pause the episode, dive into those scriptures before you listen to this episode, because it's really just going to help you understand um, this episode a little bit more and the topic. So the first thing I like to say for those of you that are listening is, you know, God didn't intend for us to live in isolation. He specifically designed us to create and thrive in relationships with others. And see, God created us to be communal beings from the moment humanity was created. God noted that if if it was not good, it was, was not good for us to be alone. So we are not just individuals, but part of the body of Christ and we're our best selves when we're experiencing life's highs and lows with other people. So that means everyone's um everyone needs to be a part of a community, right? As believers, we are called to worship and serve God. Where and how we serve is based upon our talents, our skills, and our callings. But we are all expected to, one, give ourselves to the local church. But I also believe that it's supposed to be extended outward into our communities. So we all have jobs to do in God's kingdom. And the body of Christ functions best and most beautifully when all members serve God and each other, each other to the best of their ability. So um, the question I want to give to the audience right now for you to really think about is how are you also serving? outside the church within your community as a Christian entrepreneur. And so while you think about that, I'm going to dive into the top three scriptures for today. And then we're going to ask Jane some questions that I'm pretty sure you guys are all going to want to hear. So the first uh, scripture reference comes from Proverbs 27, 17, that says, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. And then Matthew 18, 20 says, for where two are, I'm sorry, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. And then Romans 12, four through five says, for as in one body, we have many members and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Uh, so that being said, Jane, my first question to you, um, given your background and your expertise and what you have started on your own, what do you believe is the main reason why Christian entrepreneurs do not join a community um, outside of church, being a Christian entrepreneur? 
That's a good question because there are many assumptions that I have about that. Okay, <laughs> um, I love but... <laughs> the first one that comes to mind is actually people don't really understand the benefit of being part of a community. What can it bring to me? Um, you know, why do I have to be somewhere? Maybe physically, maybe just you know online. What what is a community gonna give me? I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. I think probably they have to give a lot in in a community instead of receiving, but it has to be a balance between receiving and giving. Um, and I also think there is an assumption sometimes that people don't need it. I think we all want to do it by ourselves because either we're too proud or we don't want to admit that we need help or we're scared. You know, we, we have a fear of something or a fear of speaking out that we can't do it by ourselves. So that might be an obstacle as well for joining a community. Um, I was also thinking about depending on like what kind of community it is, there might be some costs involved and people might not want to pay for something because, again, they might not see the benefit. There's always like a side to why you don't want to pay to something unless you see the value. Um, so that might be something as well. And uh, as I also already briefly touched on a little bit is the commitment, like how much commitment is uh, is required from me? Do I have to invest a lot of time? Um, depending again on the community, do I have to prepare things? Do I have to write things? It could be anything. So there might be a lot of different reasons why people say, no, I'm not going to join a community. I don't need it. Or you might be just like me. <laughs> you just like being on yourself. <laughs> just no, doing I your own thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually relate to the second one that you said is um, I felt like I didn't need it. And I guess that's where my pride came in the way personally for me. Um, until I joined a community, I didn't know the benefits of it. One, um, I always was type person. Why well, can I can do it by myself? Like I don't really need anybody. Like I have like I don't really need any extra input. I don't really need help in certain areas. I'm the type of person that I like to learn every single thing myself and do everything mm -hmm. myself. Um, and I didn't notice that was also kind of a weakness of mine until I actually joined a community. And not only that, joining a community to me has actually helped me in a way become more smarter and wiser just because I gave myself the opportunity to open myself up to other opinions, other critiques that I would have never thought of on my own. And as a Christian entrepreneur, you cannot run a business by yourself. It's great mm -hmm. to have a team. You might start off by yourself, but eventually as your business starts to grow, you might need to start hiring hiring a team and if you don't listen to the input that you're that you're hiring certain a certain person for when it comes to a certain profession or task um thinking that you know how to do everything and you don't ask for that person's input one it can ruin that employee um you know business owner relationship but two you don't open up yourself for change you don't open up yourself to see um somebody else's uh, side of you on a certain situation so when i joined um, a group of minds. It, I just really just, I understood more of what, wow, I didn't know a lot of things. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. And I felt not more dumb, but it just made me realize that, wow, there's so many other things that individuals can offer to me that um, I would have never gotten if I never joined a community. So that's one thing that that's, that's one thing I learned from the community. So it's funny that you said that, you know, we think we don't need it. And um, I was definitely one of those. I definitely think I did not need it. So yeah. So with that being said, uh, Jane, what are some ways Christian entrepreneurs can find communities to join, um, whether that's within the church and outside the church? And what kind of things should they be you know, looking for when joining a community? 
Well, again, it, it depends on what you are looking for. Mm -hmm. So th let's start off with that. What are you looking for? You know, for you, it might have been um, to grow in your business or as a business person. That was something for me as well, what I was looking for. But I also joined a community for uh, leadership. And in the beginning, oh, I was like, nice. I don't know, like, why? <laughs> why would I need that? <laughs> and then you find out, you know, you, you are a leader in every single role that you actually have because you're influencing people around you. But um that eventually showed me um, what I actually need. I mean, to your point, what you were saying, you know, places that you needed to grow in and how others can contribute to what you're doing. But to your point, <laughs> how can people find communities? I would say, especially if you're in a church, there might be connect groups. Yes. Especially if your church is a little bit bigger, um, there, there must be connect groups. There must be groups of people who join together to either talk about the word, to talk about the Sunday service, or maybe they do a fun activity. So that's a great way to get started. And that's something that I loved as well about my church when I was still living in Canada. Um, we had a lot of connect groups. But then if you're more like an online type of person, you can also just join Facebook groups. Facebook oh, right, has yeah. a lot of groups, like a lot of groups for very specific niches. So you can just pick one that you really like. Um, so I think Facebook is a good one. Um, social media, I think in general, is, is set up for people to be social. Mm -hmm. And I would say just Google. Uh, there might be groups around you that you don't know about. I think there's this website called Meetup. Yes, I've heard of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that also based on your location there will groups will pop up and you can see what they're about so there are communities around you or you can just ask right if yeah. you're looking for something specific especially like I'm new in the neighborhood where I'm living and I asked like is there is there like a whatsapp group like I want to be part of the street and it's really <laughs> helpful <laughs> to just know what's going on and to get to know people so that's great yeah so those are a, a few ways that I can think of how you can find community I that so basically what Jane is saying for those of you that listen there's no excuse right there's so <laughs> many opportunities and so many ways to discover a community and I love the first one that Jane mentioned which is start within your church uh, my church as well offers groups and that's where I actually got started from and there is a group for everyone usually there is always a group for everyone and so personally for me like I'm getting more into global missions this year I love to travel if you guys don't know already um I love to travel and I've always wanted to put more purpose behind the reason why I'm traveling and global missions was a group that I didn't even know it even existed within the church but it's something that I'm more interested in as well and so um, find the community that works for you but the best places to start in church because you're already going to be surrounded by you know like-minded people um, and, you know, and it has a Christ-centered foundation, but Facebook is also another one, which Jane mentioned. I'm actually part of, I don't really use Facebook as much, but I am a part of some um, Christian women groups. And um, every time I am on Facebook, I like to just scroll through the posts and see what people are talking about, engage where I can, give advice where I can, connect where I can, um, sympathize where I can. So um, I love definitely those top two options, but regardless, there is a way to join a community. And if you don't take any of those ways, and most of these, all of these ways are free, so um, if you don't take most of these ways, then you're just, come on, you're, you're being a little bit lazy, I have to say. So there is no excuse. I would definitely recommend looking and searching for a community that really speaks out to you. 
Um, with that being said, Jane, now once we do actually start to partic participate in a community, once we find one, how can, um, do you have any advice on how we can actually participate in communities? Because I feel like we may join and only receive, but are afraid to actually give as well. So do you have any advice on that? Yeah, I like this question because it kind of resonates with who I am or slash was because I, I was afraid to give. I was afraid people wouldn't necessarily value what I was saying or, you know, what what could I add? you know, to this group, who am I? It's it, That has to do with a, a little bit of insecurities, of course. But then I want to encourage the listeners with uh, 1 Corinthians 12, actually just the entire chapter, <laughs> which is about the body of Christ. You already mentioned yes. it and the gifts of the spirit. And it's just so wonderful to read that chapter and to read about how God serves. Well, no, we serve one God. He has given one spirit, but we're all different. Like we're all different body parts. We all function in a different way. Uh, we are unique individuals. And I just love that. That's just amazing. So I can look at another person and instead of thinking I'm jealous of what this person can do or says, or this person talks in such a you know, beautiful way. I can look at myself like, no, I'm blessed with, you know, this talent and this talent. And, you know, we perfectly uh, can work together and, and contribute to God's kingdom. So keep that in mind, you know, that should be your mindset. Like you're bringing something to the table that's of you. And that's what's, what God wants as well. So then it might become easier <laughs> to give as well. So I yeah. think you have to know your gift. Uh, and then you can also see what the community might need. Um, we visited a church in in here in the Netherlands where I live now, and they were very focused as well on like, okay, if you want to serve in church, we want to serve, we want you to serve in a way that's really you, that's uh -huh. typically you. And I love that because I've been asked to serve in church before and they would say, oh, okay, you do kids ministry. You're like, oh, okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> like that's not my talent. That's not what I'm passionate about. <laughs> but ask me for the creative team and I'll say yes. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, just, you know, just also know, know your gifts, know your talents. Um, and then also, yeah, you don't have to do it all. So you can say no for things uh, that you're asked for and you can either say yes to what you're asked for and it's it's something that you can do or you can suggest something that you want to do for the community because not everybody in the community knows exactly who you are and what you're doing so you also have to be open about that upfront have to tell it probably a couple of times because we don't always remember yep. <laughs> so yeah I think that's important um yeah and then depending on your community see what they need you know different communities have different needs so in one community, you might serve one way and in the other community, you might serve another way. Um, but again, that all depends on the community. So yeah, uh, find the right balance. Of course, there are seasons in life you can't really give that much and sometimes you can. So be gracious to yourself as well. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love the fact where, uh, you know, you say, you know, join a community that really resonates with you, because if it resonates with you, you're going to be more obliged to want to actually give than also receive. And um, just a little personal thing for me, I joined a women's group last year and um, I loved it. But it, within this women's group, you know, there's a lot of heavy topics that we talked about, but I was always receiving. I was just listening to everyone because I always grew up like, you know, don't tell nobody your business. Um, mm -hmm. I always grew up like not sharing my feelings with others. And the stories these women would tell, I'd be like, wow, like y'all, you don't even know me. Like you're y'all really telling some secrets right now. And like, so the amount, it really got me to open up as a person. And I didn't know how closed off I was until I joined that group because it took me about 
it was a, like a six month group and we met every single week. So I want to say it took about three months for me to actually say something for the first time, because every week they would go around the table and, you know, we'd have certain questions and I would always say, oh, I don't have anything to say when I actually did, but, um, I just don't want to put my business out there. And so it made me uncomfortable in a way, but uncomfortable in a good way, because it made me realize like, wow, um, this community of women, like it really just helped me open up to, you know, being more um, like, you know, people, you can trust people, you can trust people in your community. So you may, uh, you may join a community and get more out of than what you actually give. And when I actually did start talking, um, it actually helped more people because um, they were going through some of the same situations I was going through. So I was all able to offer advice that nobody else around the table could. So think about if I never spoke up, the mm -hmm. one person may have never spoke up either because they had nobody to relate to. So you never know what you may have as a talent, a gift, an experience, your profession that really may help somebody else. And you can really do it within a community that you resonate with first. So I love that. So with that being said, what are some personal takeaways, Jane, that you have actually gained from being in a community um, of other Christian entrepreneurs? Definitely support. Yes. Uh, by actually it ties into what you were saying by opening up about things that are happening in your life mm -hmm. that you are not sure about that you have questions about for God as well it's just a support that you can get people just want to know what's going on with you and if you open up they can relate or they have been in a similar situation so they can provide some help or some tips so support is definitely one of the things I, I really really uh, gained from a lot of communities actually and prayer I mean there's nothing more beautiful than praying together and we know it's powerful prayer has power so yeah prayer prayer support is amazing uh what you can get from a community and uh very specifically I would say for um for the, the community for entrepreneurs like the portfly community that I run it was goal setting that's very wow, specific nice. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm a planner. Like, I'm pretty disciplined. I, li I like to know where we're going. Uh, I can, you know, I don't snooze, <laughs> you know, things like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty disciplined. Um, So I'm a planner, but I would set goals and then forget about them. At the end of the year, we'd think, oh, gosh, yeah, I set goals. Like, what were they? And then look at them like, I didn't work on them. Like, it doesn't make sense. So with that community, we actually got really into goal setting and how you actually can achieve your goals. So goal setting is one very specific thing that I got out of community that now really works for me uh, business-wise, but also personally, um, you know, in my marriage as well. So that's that's something I love. And just in general, I think the communities, especially faith-based, helped me to grow spiritually professionally and and also uh personally i love that now you talked about your community just a bit in that last question and for those of you that are listening jane actually started an accountability uh community for christian entrepreneurs so can you actually tell us more about the born to fly community you started for christian entrepreneurs and how one can join yeah, sure. So that's interesting because I started this group when I moved to Canada, which is what, like four, five years ago now. And 
I, re I recently moved back, but when I moved to Canada, I started my business called Zoro Branding, doesn't exist anymore. But <laughs> I really underestimated how difficult it was to go to a new country, different country, don't have like any community around you and, and start a business. That's just really hard. So eventually I kind of felt led to organize a network event for Christian entrepreneurs. And that's how Born to Fly came to be. So yeah, at first it was like one network event, got to do it again and then we got together and they were more kind of connect groups you could say and the pandemic happened and everything moved online so it grew into this kind of community of christian entrepreneurs coming together discussing topics networking and uh and now it turned into basically a platform on which we provide resources and things people need uh we kind of specified a little bit to uh, a niche for solopreneurs instead of like the big you know bold entrepreneurs out there who are amazing <laughs> but sometimes there are also people who are like no I'm a solopreneur that's that's fine too so and what we do yeah we have like devotionals there are bible plans we can learn from each other we grow spiritually um, professionally as I actually already said pers uh, um, spiritually professionally and personally and there's this group for accountability as well. So that means we meet every week. We tell what we're going to do, what task. And then next week is like, did you do it? Did you actually do it? We set quarterly goals. We set yearly goals. So that's that's what we kind of build. And we really do, took a deep dive into time management. How can we actually use our time most effectively for the Lord uh, in our business, but also if you do it in your business, you can do it um, in your personal life. So it's a very interesting, fun community. We're learning together. It's not that I'm like a business coach and I'm telling you like how things need to be done. That's not what we do. It's like, no, we explore it together and what works we apply. So that's very fun. Uh, I, I love the people who are in there. And yeah, if people want to join, they can just go to borntofly.faith and they can either sign up for the newsletter or they can, you know, go for a, a Bible plan or they can join the community as well. That's a, that's an option too. Awesome. And I'm going to have that uh, link that Jane just mentioned down in the uh, show notes. So that way you can join. And is it free to join as well? Yeah. So there's going to be a, a little change in like the whole community setup, but uh, yeah, it's going to be free to join as well. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for letting us know that. Now you also have a podcast called Born to Fly. And so can you tell us a little bit more about that and what you talk about on that podcast and who that podcast is for? Yeah, for sure. So it's part of the whole Born to Fly movement and we have amazing guests such as yourself and Thank you <laughs> what the the basically what we want to do with the podcast is provide tips and tricks for people who are starting out with their business and to inspire them so that means we have a couple of different formats there is like a 5 minute snippet of me just telling something that i encountered and helped me personally in in how i do business so that's like a 5 minute episode then there's tracy my co-host who is a solopreneur in the midst of it all and she just goes with you through her journaling, pro journaling process basically just her last episode was really good in like discerning what God wants from you and then there is the interview uh, format that you know that I use a lot as well and I invite experts on a certain topic or there are or both you no know, experts and people who are in entrepreneurship and have a very inspiring story to share about how God 
leads them in their business, how they go about business with God. So it can either be a personal story or it can be very specific about a certain topic. Um, as with us, you know, we were talking about Pinterest. So that's what we try to do with Born to Fly, the Born to Fly podcast, and really, really help people to get in the saddle and start driving this uh, this entrepreneurship horse. <laughs> I love that. So you guys heard that Jane has a community for you guys. She has a podcast for you guys. And within her community, she shares devotionals, Bible studies. So there is no excuse for you to not either check out Jane's community, find a community within your church or find a Facebook community. But you have one here that was, was presented right here to you. I'll leave it in the show, uh, show notes for you. And um, if I'm correct, it sounds like this community will be really good for people who are starting in the beginning of their business journey. So for people who are kind of doing this all by themselves at first, you don't have a team, you know, you need more guidance, but you also want to learn how to one, include more God into your business, as well as be around people who are in the same path as you start in a business um, and also wanting to learn how to incorporate God within their business. So is that correct? Would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Right, perfect. Great. <laughs> perfect. So I want to thank you so, so much, Jane, for coming on these scriptures, stories and strategies podcast today. I'm pretty sure that everyone who has listened has now has the urge to join a community and understand the benefits of community and understand, you know, you, you put in what you, you know, you get out what you put into it. And so there's so many ways, once again, guys, that you can join a community. Jane has one for you, especially if you're in the beginning stages of starting your own business, or even if you don't even know what type of business you want to start yet, but you know, like it's in your heart to be an entrepreneur um, because you have those skills and talents, you know, get support from other people in that group. Um, Maybe you don't know exactly what business venture you want to do or some sort, but there's probably somebody in the group that was in your position that you can get support from and also can pray with you at the same time. And I feel like that is so powerful. Um, So I'll, once again, I'll have everything down in the show notes on how you can learn more about Jane's podcast, as well as about her Born to Fly community. Um, With that being said, did you want to end off this podcast with saying anything special to our audience, Jane? Wow. Um, <laughs> any advice you would give? I, I would just, yeah, I would just want to encourage the audience to, to look who, who they are, like who God made them to be and how they can use their talents and your talents are always needed in some type of community. So it, it could be entrepreneurship for sure. And then you could go to the born to fly community, but it could also be helping out your neighbors in the street, you know, so you can, you can be part of a community there. So just look at who you are. Um, I'm like, I'm gifted with creative gifts. You might be gifted with like cooking or speaking or anything. So I just want people to encourage to look who they are because God really gave you your unique DNA. And I'm very passionate about that. Like we're all different and we don't have to be jealous. We don't have to envy each other. We can just work together as one body. So that's amazing. And as one body, we need community. So seek out a community that you want to be part of. Don't feel lonely. You don't have to be. Just step out and find a community that's fit for you. I love that. And so uh, what Jane said, just to reiterate also as well, your spiritual gifts play a huge role in this. Um, all Christians have a spiritual gift. You don't know what that spiritual gift is. One, you can always ask God to give you the wisdom on what that spiritual gift is. 
Um, if you have an idea of what your spiritual gift is, you can also, um, you know, ask God to show you how you can use that spiritual gift. And um, so I also have um, on this podcast guy in the first season, I think episode six, seven, eight is the three part spiritual gifts um, where you can learn um, what spiritual gifts are, what are your spiritual gifts and how to use those spiritual gifts within your business. And so if you need more help on that, you can always listen to that uh, podcast uh, series as well. But once again, thank you so much, Jane, for coming on today's podcast and um check her out guys check out the links that i'm going to have in the show notes and get and get into a community if it's not jane's get into somebody's community i promise you you will not regret it thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and i'll talk to you guys soon bye do you feel that that heat that fuel Girl, that's that faith fuel. And I pray you use the fuel and lessons learned today in this episode and apply them to your personal life and business journey. Feel free to screenshot this episode and share a business lesson you learned and will now be incorporating in your business. Don't forget to tag me, okay, at The Marketing Profit so I'm notified and we can talk more about how you're going to apply those lessons to your business strategy in the DMs. It would also mean so much to me to reach all the faith-based entrepreneurs who want to infuse God within their business journey. But in order to do that, I need your help to get the word out. I would love if you'd comment, rate, and subscribe to this podcast in order to help me reach those girls and share these biblical business strategies. Let them know what they're missing. Okay, don't tell them I can turn water into wine, but let them know I can turn scriptures and stories into applicable and action-packed business strategies. Thank you so much, Faith Field friend, and I will talk to you in my next episode. Have a blessed day.